All right, Hebrew, good morning. We are in the middle of chapter 30. We're going to be making a quick synopsis both of Patek 30 and of Patek Lamed Aleph. And we'll go back a little bit to Anakuda that the Altarebbe writes at the end of chapter 29. So the topic, the bigger topic, is again the Altarebbe is underlining the importance, the fundamental importance of joy, of Simcha. It's actually not one of the Tayag mitzvahs because it's a super mitzvah. Because in order to be able to fulfill all and any of the mitzvahs, a person has to work on themselves to constantly be in a state of simcha. And al Rebbe, inside of the topic of joy, is speaking about a certain phenomena that there are times that a person can be experiencing timtum halev, which is a congestion of, a cloggingness of the heart, and the person basically feels nothing. So we're speaking about a person that's in a very unhealthy emotional state. If a person needs medication, they should take medication. But some of the solution is being given over here. And the solution is very ironic. Because even though in the bigger picture, putting oneself down, breaking oneself up is the opposite of joy. But the Altarebbe is saying a fact that if a person finds oneself in a state of timtum, hamoyach, vahalev, if you're not inspired, you're lifeless, you know what you need to do? You have to break yourself even more. And Altarebbe in chapter 29 and in chapter 30 is giving you all different types of ideas that if you contemplate on these ideas, you will be very tzubrachim whether it is acknowledging your shortcomings in chapter 30, whether it is comparing yourself to your fellow, and no matter how the fellow looks externally, to know that your fellow is always greater than you. That if you would be tempted like they are, if you would have their Yetzirah, you would do much worse. All different types of thoughts whose purpose is to break oneself, to shatter oneself completely. So there's really a big question on this whole concept. First of all, isn't sadness klipa? And it is. So how can you make yourself uh, How can you use the tool of klipa to achieve something okay? In Yiddishkeit, right, the, the end never justifies the means. That's a big question. That's the question that Al-Tanebbe really asks in, in Pedek Lamed Aleph. And Al-Tanebbe writes two very important points. Point number one is kachi hamida. When it comes to depression, this is the way it works. There is no other solution. And the Altarebbe gives a beautiful example that Chazal give is that when you chop a forest down, when there's such a need, so how do you fell a forest? How do you knock a tree down? With an axe. The handle of the, of the axe comes from the forest. In other words, the forest itself is used to break the forest down. And that's the, 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 the example that we find in nature that in this very limited scenario, only when there is no other solution that you use the mida of depression to knock depression out. The world calls this the phenomenon of hitting rock bottom. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to bounce back up. And, 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 and obviously this has to be done with a good oversight. You have to have a good uh, person who who's a God-fearing person, who's concerned about you, who understands the value of simcha, and who knows that this method should only be used as a means to get you back into a place of simcha. So yeah, first of all, kachi 
And then the Alter Rebbe makes a very important point, a second point. And the Alter Rebbe says, never confuse sadness, depression, with bitterness and anger. Sadness and depression is sadness and depression, which is klipa, because it's lifeless. Whenever a person feels that, this emotion, and that feeling saps the life out of you, it demotivates you. to get out of bed. I'm, I'm down. That's takaklipa. But all of the thoughts that we are having in chapter 29 and 30, which are thoughts in which a person is really humbling and breaking themselves, the Alter Rebbe says, if you'll think about it, these thoughts don't lead to depression. These thoughts lead to bitterness. And bitterness is a motivating emotion. In other words, when you lose a sale, we're moving on to a non-sinful area. So either you can feel, oh, I'm done. Or you can be bitter at yourself, or like you idiot, you meaning me. What a, what a missed opportunity. And, 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 if you, and if you word it that way, so yeah, it's not, a, it's not a happy feeling, but it's not depressing. It's not lifeless. It doesn't make you just sit down and die. It motivates you. I don't want to repeat such a mistake again. Like, what a missed opportunity. So this should be the context that we should be using Pedic Chavtes and Lamed of thinking about how we have potential and how we're not nearly living up to our potential and how all the people around us are doing better even if they look externally worse but they're much better they did a much greater work on themselves to get to where, to where they are all of these thoughts says that ever they're not depressing they're painful but they're painful but motivating and any motivation is better than no motivation any feeling is better than no feeling no feeling is klipa Feeling is good already. And Al-Tarebbe says the following, that being that life, which means emotions and seichel, is kedusha. Klipa is defined not by a real being. There isn't really something called klipa. Al-Tarebbe argues that klipa is only the lack of light, like darkness. Darkness is not a thing. Darkness is the absence of light. Klipa is the absence of Kedusha. So feelings are holy. All feelings, Midas. And understanding is holy. And motivation is holy. Depression is defined as Klipa because you are lacking feeling. So the moment you feel anything, you are reconnected to your soul. You are reconnected to light. And light automatically expels darkness. And that's what the Altarem at the end of Pedic Chavtes gives a beautiful example. Just showing how really the Yetzir Hara and the animal soul are really not, are they're non-entities. We make them into an entity. The, the only Kayach they have is to make suggestions. That's all the power of Klippa. But it's not a thing. Because being is God and holiness and that which is godly. And that includes feelings and excitement and life and vitality. What happens when a person feels depressed? They are not connected to their neshama. So therefore there is a darkness. I feel dark, I feel empty. All you need to do is to let any light in. And even if that light is a light of bitterness, but it's light, it's motivating. And light brings more light. And light uh, uh, expels darkness. And the, the proof the Alter Rebbe gives, a beautiful proof. He says that the Eden, when we left Mitzrayim, at a certain point, we lost our faith that we can enter the land of Israel. Faith is also a symptom of the godly soul. The doubt, we can't, that's klipa. And because of the report of the spies, the, collectively, the Jewish people felt at that moment, they experienced a lack of motivation. 
a, a diminution of their faith, a diminution of their optimism. They became pessimists. That's, that's klipa. We can't, we don't know, we don't want, we can't. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? Moshe Rabbeinu did not prove to us that we could. He didn't go into a logical debate with us. You see, God made all those miracles in the past. So if God did that, God can do this. He didn't use any of that. What did Moshe Rabbeinu do? He beat us up, not physically. He told us, you guys are going to die in the desert and you have a lack of faith. He gave us Musa. He really gave it to us. What, how did we react? Moshe Rabbeinu gave us a lot of Musa. You know how we reacted? Ooh, you know, Moshe, we're ready, we're going. What happened? You know, it's the, the, the concerns that we had, which were rational concerns coming from the other side, basically they were demotivations. We, became, we lost our motivation. We lost our, our koyach. We lost that. So how did he give it back to us? By breaking us. By breaking us even more. And that's going back to what they heard at the head, the Rosh Hashiva in the Ganeidin Masifta was speaking and he was giving a share by saying that if you have a thick log of wood and it's not catching fire, what do you do? You have to splinter it. That's this phenomenon, that sometimes when you break something down, what happens when you splinter it? The fact that it's splintered, now you don't have one piece of clogged log in one place. You have the same sum total, but since it's splintered, the fire can catch. So if we have, if we feel that the heaviness and the clogness and the darkness of the animal is overtaking us, and us meaning we, not Sadiqim, we are people who identify with our animal. We say in the morning that the neshama that you put in me is holy. So who's the me? The me means the body, the animal soul. That's the me of a benini. That if you break it down under these circumstances when there is no other solution, breaking it down brings light back into it. Even if what you feel is pain. So you feel, you know, Begash means if a person loses a, the movement of a limb. When they start getting it back, and they start feeling pain, that's the good sign. Oh, you're feeling, I, it's painful. Okay, if you wouldn't feel pain, that means there's death. So here also, the pain of the tshuva, the pain of the breaking oneself down, as long as it is a feeling, that, that alone is light. And once light gets in there, then light will expel darkness, and ultimately the light of the neshama will come back into the body. And this closes the sugya. And again, just to close off by saying that this is a little part of the tanya, and this is only allowed, this path of breaking oneself and making oneself bitter and splintering oneself is when nothing else is working so it, it, then you got to use this this option of of breaking yourself more otherwise the Altareb's whole long topic here is that joy is a pillar in observance and that was a big chiddush of the balshemtiv and before the times of the balshemtiv a person normally would not have associated joy with observance and until today, among certain groups, the more observant, the less joyful the person is. I'm not speaking about a person smiling. I'm speaking about, is the person filled with life? You know it when you go near a person. Is the person as a downer, a marashchaydedik, a bitter? Or is the person a person which is filled with vitality? And it's fundamental to make sure that the more observant we become, then the more joyful we should become. Because, because if we are observant, then we are more connected to God. Then we have to feel joy. And to allow that joy to flow out. And the more joyful we are, 
the more we will succeed, not only in our observance, which is the Ikid, but the more we will succeed in life. To be a successful person, you have to be a person that's Lebedic, that's Freilach, that's joyful. And this is one of the fundamental teachings of the Holy Baal Shem Tev.